This is Bigger Pockets Daily, where you learn how to invest in real estate 365 days a year. I'm your host, Tyler. The following article comes from the blog at biggerpockets.com, but you can't read the blog when you're commuting to work or getting your Airbnb ready for your next guest. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. Did you know that short and medium-term rentals often offer double the cash flow compared to long-term rentals? Well, it's true. And rental retirement just made investing in them easier than before. Now you can buy fully turnkey short and medium-term rentals that are newly built or renovated, leased, and managed. Maximize your cash flow, appreciation, and equity while the rental retirement team takes care of all of it for you. Plus, their creative financing options like interest rate buy-downs can get you a rate in the low fives. And their investor loans let you buy multiple properties with as little as 5% down. Not 20%, 5% down. But why buy with rent retirement? They're investors just like you and me and rock one of the highest reputations across bigger pockets with more five-star reviews than any other company on our site. And I think that's a pretty big deal. To learn more, visit rentoretirement.com. That's rentoretirement.com. Or text REI to 33777. Again, text REI33. 3-3-7-7-7, to learn more about how you can get started investing in some of the best cash flow markets today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. I'm proud to offer premium wireless for just $15 a month. And I'm proud that we have thousands of five-star reviews from customers like Dan D in New York who writes, I am satisfied customer. How can this only be 15 bucks? He wrote it in all caps. I needed you to feel it like he feels it. I hope I did that justice, Dan. And I hope that you try Mint too at mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 for three months required. New subscribers only. Renew for 12 months to lock in savings. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com. You're trying to close on your next rental. So why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. What happened? An analysis of the multifamily meltdown by Paul Moore. We all hate market meltdowns, and this one was bound to happen. We just didn't know when, exactly how, or how bad things would get. But we now know the answer to the first two of these three questions. When, currently underway. How, we'll get to that. How bad, no one knows. And the purpose of this podcast today is to explore what led up to the unfolding meltdown of what is happening right now. Then, Based on the 10 items I consider in just a bit, investors can draw conclusions about what may happen next and how bad this is going to get. Recently, the Wall Street Journal reported that thousands of investors lost millions of dollars in a series of multifamily deals. There's an article that highlights a mid-level Dallas IT worker who built a 7,000-unit multifamily portfolio in just four years. 
Unfortunately, he lost 3,200 units to his lender in Q1, defaulting on $229 million in debt and losing a boatload of syndicated investor capital. Ah, I'll comment briefly about what happened here, what's happening to many syndications right now, and why this failure will certainly not be the last one. Then I'll tell you one critical thing you need to know now before you invest again. The Nuru Effect I've often discussed the dangers of investing with Nurus. All right, so Nuru is kind of my tongue-in-cheek label for promoters who were not in real estate until recently, but are now promoting themselves as experts who syndicate deals and raise millions of dollars from thousands of investors. Nuru equals newbie gurus. The term hasn't really caught on yet. Anybody? Meme creators out there? Help me out. Counting on that. And to be clear, nothing is wrong with being new to investing and getting into syndications either. What can be wrong is when some of these folks tell others, it's different this time. They often take colossal risks and convince others to follow in their footsteps. Nurus have risen to prominence in the past decade through a variety of converging factors. Let's take a look. Number one. Enhanced syndicator capital raising opportunities resulting from the 2012 Jobs Jumpstart Our Business Startups Act. Two, the broad popularization of real estate investing due to trendy HGTV and other network shows. They make it look so easy. Three, self-promotion opportunities afforded by ubiquitous social media and other online advertising platforms. Four, a movement away from Wall Street's casinos toward alternative assets. Five, a record time and growth, bull market in commercial real estate coupled with increasingly fading memories of the 2008 disaster. Six, significant growth in wealth and investable capital among millions of Americans. Seven, an influx of investments from the three I's, institutional, international, and self-directed IRA investors. Eight, the popularity of coaches who promise freedom from the daily grind and great riches by becoming a syndicator. No experience needed, and yes, you can try this at home. Nine, a late 2017 tax law changed that provided a massive boost to commercial real estate investors. And 10, a common realization by HGTV watchers, which we mentioned in number two, is that they love and believe in real estate but don't like dealing with, you know, toilets, tenants, and trash. Investing in a syndication is a natural next step. Don't get me wrong. I'm not generally critical of most of the factors that gave rise to this problem. Wellings Capital and many of you have benefited from this environment. I am critical of how these factors converged to produce a new breed of inexperienced, unqualified, and sometimes unscrupulous operators. Syndicators who collected hundreds of millions of dollars of investor capital to gamble on multifamily assets that, acquired and managed properly, should have produced reliable investor returns. This house of cards was bound to tumble, and most of the issues were predictable. But there was one issue I failed to predict in my numerous articles and videos warning of the outcome we're experiencing now. I'll get to that in a moment. If you've been in Dallas, especially these past few years, 
you might have heard radio ads enticing listeners to join one of several multifamily training programs. Thousands paid the fee and took the plunge in Texas and nationwide. These gurus enticed would-be syndicators with the chance to profit from acquisition fees, asset management fees, and other fees paid independent of the deal's success or failure. An easy path to riches. Jay Gahavelli is the subject of the WSJ article. He's a Texas IT guy turned student turned syndicator who lost 3,200 multifamily units and tens of millions of investor dollars. Quoting from the article here, After finishing one exhausting work week, he said, he was struck by a thought that changed his life. I'm sick and tired of working for my money. That was when he decided to become a landlord, he said. In time, I was able to replace my IT income, he told prospective investors last year in a webinar. I live on my own terms. He was also quoted on an investor webinar saying, I never worry about the economy now. Even if the economy goes down, still I make money. These programs tend to be heavy on raising capital and finding deals, but light on asset management. I heard one of the teachers say that getting the money and the deals are the hard part. But managing the deal is pretty simple with a good property manager. <laughs> uh-huh. Even programs that taught asset and property management couldn't create the experience that only comes from years in the trenches. Here's another quote from the Wall Street Journal article highlighting Gahavelli's lack of asset management skills and financial woes. Quoting now, a video for Perspective Apple's Way Investors that was posted in December 2021 featured the 704-unit Houston apartment complex called Timber Ridge. Apple's Way, Gahavelli's company, bought the complex that month for $56.7 million with plans to more than double investor returns by raising rents and adding tenant fees for washing machines and covered carports. The investor video showed a tidy complex of apartments arranged around a shimmering swimming pool, by summer 2022, the pool water had turned a sickly green, high piles of trash littered the parking lot, tenants complained to city officials about rats, mold, illegal evictions, and the failure of management to properly maintain the buildings. So these programs turned out thousands of inexperienced students into a market ripe for tribulation. And these students began competing outbidding one another in a race to the bottom. And the continual CRE and general economic boom served as a rising tide to lift almost every boat, even Nuru boats. Millions were made. New students signed up. The market got even frothier, and successful investors and their friends tripped over each other to invest in the next soon-to-be-sold-out deal. The glitziest capital raisers often rose to the top, <laughs> But the best promoters are often not the best asset managers. Yet few people seem to care as they collected quarterly payments and went into debt to invest even more. With hundreds of syndicators competing for every deal, something had to give. Syndicators had to, one, significantly overpaid for assets, two, cut costs by financing with short-term floating rate debt, Ugh. three, employ more aggressive growth assumptions to convince willing underwriters and unsuspecting investors of the deal's merits. But here's what actually happened. Number one of our five, 
Interest rates rose at an unexpected rate, doubling debt service costs in some cases. Two, rent growth grounded to a halt and even retreated in some cases. Three, operating expenses continued to rise with inflation. For many, insurance and property taxes increased by 50 to 75% or more in the past year. Some Texas and Florida assets saw insurance double or triple. Four, short-term debt faces refinancing, but the math no longer works. Five, with refinances looming, banks are lending less and stiffening terms. This wasn't a surprise to many of us. But here's what I didn't see coming. A lot of syndicators with floating rate debt paid for an interest rate cap. Good for them. These caps are temporary and must be renewed, often long before the loan comes due. Lenders have a contractual right to demand that syndicators reserve cash for upcoming rate cap renewals, and they're doing that. These interest rate cap reserves are crushing many syndicators. I've heard firsthand reports of syndicators setting aside a few thousand dollars monthly into a reserve account for their next interest rate cap. Their lenders increase this mandated monthly reserve to tens of thousands of dollars, sometimes increasing required reserves by 50 times or more. Uh Uh-huh, you heard that right. Last week, I heard about a successful syndicator who made $60 million over his career. He's now facing complete ruin due to this convergence of financial problems topped off by this interest rate cap reserve issue. So new ruse, who expected to keep raising capital and sailing through easy acquisition to sales cycles, hit a horrifying roadblock. Now we're hearing about suspended distributions, capital calls, and a handful of foreclosures. As of today's podcast, there's an article in CRE Daily that states this, and I quote, Multifamily asset values are still above pre-pandemic levels, but some owners who opted for riskier loans and are looking to sell quickly are finding a desert where they expected at least a trickle of buyers. The multifamily market saw lenders eagerly issue highly leveraged bridge loans to meet demand in years past, but many investors are now struggling to cover these debts, and headline-making defaults may fall like dominoes in short order. Okay, here's what to expect from here. I sincerely wish none of you were on the investing end of any of these deals, but I know many of you are. While getting from 9% to under 5% inflation was less painful than expected for most employees and consumers, I believe that getting from here to the Fed's target 2% inflation rate could be excruciating for America. In the meantime, We expect many more apartment projects to return to lenders. This will cause thousands of investors more pain. This situation will also provide opportunities for syndicators and funds with the cash and conviction to step in and acquire these assets. Though we hate to see the pain this is causing, we are watching the market for opportunities. The strength of housing demand is not at all in question. And it is likely that this downturn will put the brakes on new supply, resulting in a better opportunity for syndicators and developers when the time is right. A singular takeaway, then we'll wrap up for today. I have one takeaway from this rather depressing commentary. The two most essential words in passive investing, both for our team and for all investors, due diligence. 
I highly recommend you get Brian Burke's thorough treatise on performing due diligence for passive commercial real estate investments. BiggerPockets published the Hands-Off Investor in 2020, and you can get some great bonuses by ordering it at a link at biggerpockets.com and at the BiggerPockets bookstore. Some of the greatest fortunes were amassed while blood ran in the streets. Okay, we're not there yet, but that day could come soon. Will you be ready? That's today's show. We'll see you tomorrow. But in the meantime, check out the Bigger Pockets bookstore at biggerpockets.com/store. You can learn about flipping, rental properties, negotiating, note investing, burr, and more. Most titles are available as audiobooks too. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in 24 hours.